MJ wants to be a crossing guard. Yeah, he, we was leaving T ball. He was like, "Yeah, I want to be a crossing guard when I grow up." I was like, "Well, you gonna be staying with us then, bro." <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the A Space to Breathe podcast, a podcast for Black men to be free, open, and vulnerable away from the pressures of manhood we find in different aspects of our lives. This is episode eight of season two of the Space to Breathe podcast. And yo, we are back. I know it's been a while. It's been about three months at this point, but a lot has changed in my life. I have a whole baby now. (laughs) And... Had to get my head around it. Was trying to come back a month in, and I was like, "No, not ready yet. I don't have the space capacity. Really, don't have it yet now." But as Matt says, "Nothing to it but to do it." (laughs) Oh, he doesn't say that, but I just made that up and said that he says that. I was Um, like, "I think I may have said that once." (laughs) (laughs) You say something. You say things around it, but I say stuff like, "Well, if people ask, are you ready?" I was like, "If I'm ready or not, it's happening." Right. So essentially the same thing, potato, potato. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? Your face. Um, but yes, we are I back. Am. Your face. You made a face as I was saying it. Anyway, we are back, um, and I am excited to be back. Excited to jump back into the podcast and have conversations. Um, we're actually going to make this episode the last episode of season two. And then I have some some new stuff coming for you that I want to just make its own separate season. And so, yeah, I know I said it was the mid-season break. It's like the last of the season break until we start the new one. Um, so, so the season finale. Season finale is this one. Yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, y'all, thank y'all for joining back in. Thank you for all of you who continue to reach out, check in ask for when the next podcast is coming and here we are uh actually what we're doing today but before we do that we gotta check in y'all i gotta dust off the cobwebs um so matt is here with us he's not a special guest he's here he's a regular um at this point uh and thought it would be i'm basically the co-host at this point (laughs) that's a stretch (laughs) (laughs) that's a stretch (laughs) <laughs> you're the most regular regular we'll say that <laughs> and so um yeah i thought it'd be great to have him back on to to rev back up but uh before we jump into what we're talking about today uh let's check in you good bro yeah um i think where i'm like i don't know if this is a feeling but i am really tired um School just ended, and then I got I'm starting some leadership training next week. Well, tomorrow. Uh, I don't know when y'all gonna hear this, uh, but it's tomorrow from where we're recording. And then um, closing out the school year, and then my wife went out of town for a little while, and so I've just had MJ to myself, and that's been fun, but it's also been tired, tiring uh, too. Um, and so just tired but excited uh about what uh what tomorrow brings um cuz it's like a a new dawn of a um of like a new team that i have 
Um, and so, like, that's pretty cool to have a new team uh, to be able to develop them and, like, kind of, you know, like, I think of something that we, we've been saying is, like, this is, like, it becomes, like, my team now um, because everybody on it I've picked for new, either new positions or uh, to step up. And so that's pretty cool to know that, you know, transitioning to a new place and inheriting a team and now having an opportunity to build my own team has been pretty cool, uh, to say the least. What about you, man? You good? I mean, this whole podcast is about if you're good or not, but <laughs> are you good? Um, so I am, I'm also tired. Tired is on the feelings wheel. I've been it's, looking at it. It really is. is. It really see. is. Because um, I have it on my phone. I've been, I've been, uh, I've introduced um, one of my uh, new friends um, to it and we've been talking about it every now and then. And so I've been kind of getting more in tune with what's on the feelings wheel. And I was like, oh, tired is on the feelings wheel. I think it's under like bad or sad. Something like that. Sad, I think. It's under bad. Bad. Okay. Yep. Tired, sleepy, or unfocused. Yeah. And I feel like all of those three <laughs> describe <laughs> me currently. I think, I think I am physically tired. Obviously, um, I have I'm almost twelve week old. You're is, almost twelve weeks old. Oh, I almost twelve. I have I'm sorry. Twelve week old. I was like, what? <laughs> um, and she is slowly sleeping longer, but not all the way through the night yet. So still waking up, um, and just like. Feel like stretched in ways that I haven't been stretched before. Um, well, I'll say some of that for our conversation. And I'm always sleepy and I'm unfocused, which is not me. Like, even like I was telling Matt, like, even like getting this setup ready was like, felt like a, a big task for me. <laughs> and I did it, I do it all the time. I used to do it all the time, like weekly, multiple times mm-hmm. a week. And it just was like, all right, I keep forgetting stuff. I keep like, Oh, I gotta get lighting. Oh, I gotta make sure I got my microphone. And it's just so it's a lot. So yeah, yeah, feel feel all those things. Yeah, and unfocus is a default for me. So yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I guess let's get focused and get back into the topic at hand. Yeah, just- which is um, we're gonna switch it up today um before we really dive back into the podcast um and uh, matt's gonna interview me um give you a sense of what's been going on how i've been processing fatherhood um and just a way for y'all to get a better lens at who i am because uh, i know i spend a lot of time interviewing other people um and so yeah um matt's gonna take it away um and i'll probably still talk a lot but he's gonna be asking a question this time yeah, man. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, I am Matt Cowan, the they co-host. They know who you are. If they've been the co-host to a space to read podcast. But no, seriously, man, you've been gone for you, like you said, a three months uh, hiatus uh, break, um, just to come back to do the season finale. Uh, so, <laughs> man, tell people what have you been up to since they last spoke to you? Since you last did a podcast here. What, you, what have you been up to? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the reason why I stopped was because my wife was about to have our baby. So I think the last time I had a 
this was like two weeks before she delivered my daughter. So, yeah, I've been adjusting to fatherhood. I think first, so I was off from work the first six weeks. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was a crazy time. It's a sweet time. It's a really crazy time. <laughs> and then some more sweet times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, yeah, a lot of that was just acclimating um, to having to take care of another person, another human being who can't do anything for themselves, uh, while also still being a husband, while also still being bringing the individual. Um, and then six weeks into that, I had to add also bringing the employee, the worker, um, being a working parent. And so I think a lot of transitions, a lot of adjustment has happened in the last three months. I think additionally, still bringing the student. <laughs> so I've been, I was classed in stock when I had a, when I had a baby. So still going to class and then had finals while right at the, uh, I feel like finals and uh Mia, which is my daughter's name, Mia's um growth spurts happened at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and I was going back to work. So I went back to work the same week that I had finals and that Mia was up and eating all the time because she was going through a growth spurt. So it was a lot. Um I think went back to work finishing up the last four to five weeks of working at my the place that I have been. So mm-hmm. those of you who don't know I worked I uh up until Shoot, up until Friday, I was an educator. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always going to be an educator even if I'm not in a school. But um, I was officially an educator um, up until Friday. Worked at the school that Matt is the principal at. Um, and so was there for three years. Um, and with me being in school, transitioned to being a therapist, uh, felt like the time to depart um, as I will have to spend more time in the uh, clinical placements and field placements and things like that in this next uh, the next school year, um, as well as feeling like I finally had the space and time and opportunity to really bleed into uh, breathe. Um, and so you know, like I had the journal, wrote that three years ago and kind of continued to grow from there um, and wanting to see what happens when I actually put effort into it. At least as much effort as I can do while being a student in the day. And so, yeah, been making a lot of transitions. Um, yeah, that's something happening. That's what's been happening. I don't know. I don't want to keep talking and uh, mess up your flow, but that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, man, you you kind of got me into the next question. I know, like, there's been a lot of transition in your life, and it's been stretching you um, in different ways. Um, and a lot of times we talk about uh, transition, talk about how it stretches us and the challenges that face, but we oftentimes don't spend a lot of time talking about, like, what was rewarding or, like you said, what were some of the sweet spots about it, uh, the sweet times in it. Uh, so what have been the most rewarding times um, in this journey as you transition, not just into fatherhood, but also transition into a different space in your work life? Uh, and yeah, and with both of those things. Yeah, I think with fatherhood, I think um, I ain't gonna lie. Those first three, four weeks, I was like, what the world did we decide to do? <laughs> I think it was just like, 
as she was trying to get acclimated to the world and we were trying to get acclimated to her and having her in our world, it was just a lot. I think also the, 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 a lot of, I can save the challenges. I'm going to keep the sweet spots right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, yeah, I think that really after those first four weeks, I just really started to feel like we were developing a bond. And so Mm -hmm. had a lot of sweet moments of, just looking down and having her like sleep on my chest, like those small moments like that. Um, or being able to see her start to develop. So like she was starting to roll over at six weeks old and that was like really exciting for us. Or um, she recently learned how to self-soothe, which is like great for us because we don't have to like always rock her to sleep or always do all this like gymnastics trying to get her to go to sleep. She can kind of put herself to sleep uh, more and more each day. Um, and so that has been great. I think also just seeing my wife, um, and how she has, um, just like transformed into an amazing mother. Um, I think you might also, also Mia just got up from her nap. So you might hear in the background. I don't know how well these, how good these mics are, (laughs) but, um, just seeing how she lurches and cares for her and, um, just seeing her intuition develop has been cool. Um, and like how we've like learned how to, how we've gotten closer in the process, like how we've learned how to like communicate better and see each other as being on the same team. Um, I think those have been sweet moments that I've had in in fatherhood. Yeah. I think as I transitioned to a different space, um, in my work life, uh, I think, yeah, this is the, like that was actually like a really big like stressor because I'm used to having like a really continuous or like predictable like for instance getting paid predictably like I know every two weeks I'm gonna get this exact amount of money having a predictable work schedule and I like thrive in routine and schedule. Um, but I think the thing that has been really beautiful to see is just the ways in which it feels like the timing is right. Um, and like I feel like the Lord specifically has been like providing um and showing provision and so like um being able to on one hand have school paid for through fellowship and a graduate assistantship and so not having to have that cost on us anymore uh, while also like having more and more connections and more and more opportunities through breathe um to really start to like build it out um, to like having space to start to like reflect on like what is what am I learning in this season in my life and like in what ways do I want to communicate that and share that with other brothers out there and so I think there's been a lot of um, freedom that I felt mm-hmm. um, as I've been able to kind of like do the things start to do the thing that I've dreamed of man like I have to say, like I thought I've just been sitting with that I'm like I've been like stressed about this feared scared about this and fearful about this but like this is what I've been talking about for years. Like, I ain't want to work for nobody. <laughs> I probably will one more time when I'm trying to get my license, but I don't want to work for nobody. I want to, like, have my own business. Like, I want to be, like, self-sufficient by 30 has been my goal. Um, and, like, to see, like, being almost 27 and almost on my way there, like, on my way there, like, being able to take real tangible steps to that, like, has been really cool. Um, and so I'm trying to, like, have gratitude for, like, both what I feel like the Lord has been doing, but also, like, the 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 um, space that my wife has given me to do this. And also just like the result of kind of like the hard work and commitment um, that I feel like I have, um, I have been putting in. So. 
Yeah, man, it, feel, it seems like you've been really stretched and learning a lot. Um, and I think it's like, it's really cool to see how you've taken the opportunity to embrace the like the ch- the the moments of learning and see them as a rewarding opportunity. Uh, but so, but with any transition, uh, any change in life, there's not only rewarding times; there are also challenging times. Uh, so just think about it. Like one stepping into uh, this new journey, this new chapter of being a father, uh, and then also being married and like learning your marriage now with the child uh what is what has been really challenging and how have you been stretched uh during this time yeah i've been stretching every way imaginable i feel like <laughs> <laughs> um how i think about the ways i want to where i want to go with it um i think one way i feel like i've been stretched is in my in the way that I show up um, as as a man in my family, I think. Um, and like things that I have preconceived as the way I should show up um, versus being responsive to what like my wife and my child needed. Mm. Um, That's real. I think that I will admit that I came in with like a chip on my shoulder. Um, one, because I felt like a lot of pressure um, to show up in a more present way than I felt like um, I had seen. Um, and I think also, just because I like, <laughs> we were talking about this before, like anytime someone says something to me, I take it as a challenge, either affirmative or like negative. And so like, if people were going to say, if people were to say, oh, Bernie, you're going to be a terrible father. I'm like, no, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> And then if people are going to say, oh, Brenda, you're going to be a great father. I'm like, well, no, I got to prove you right. Like, <laughs> I think, and I think that, like, that was kind of what I was doing was, like, I had so many people, like, oh, Brenda, you're just going to be so great. Like, yada, yada, yada. And I felt like there's a lot of moments where I wasn't being great. I wasn't. And, like, the way that I, like, interpreted great, at least, um, mm. wasn't reaching up to that standard. And so I think that, that has been a big thing in terms of stretching me. And I show up for my family. I think another piece is the idea of two pieces that I'm gonna think I'm gonna say it and I'll pause. One is um, I'm still struggling with this and being stretching this with this idea of control. Um, I like control. Control makes me feel safe. Control makes me feel like um, and predictability makes me feel like I am at peace. <laughs> and anything less than that makes me feel very anxious. Um, and if you had a child or you haven't, like having a child is probably one of the most lack of control things you can do <laughs> because a child is not a robot. Like you can like do routines, you can start to like create schedules, but it could be a random day where they just decide like, or they're going through something developmentally and they decide they're going to eat all day. Or they decide that, like, they just want to be held all day because there's something going on in their in their brains developmentally that they're like, whoa. Um, and I think that, like, that lack of 
consistency or control to the level that I would want it is really throwing me. It still is throwing me. <laughs> like I was just talking to my wife before we jumped on about being frustrated about like, I feel like we just got into a system and now she wants to do something different. <laughs> um, and I think, I feel like that's a, a lesson that the Lord is trying to teach me in general. Um, and this is just one other way that it's showing up. Um, I think connected to that is like learning how to be selfless. Mm. Like to a level that I haven't had to be selfless before. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's a level of selflessness that comes with marriage. Um, obviously, I mean, I think if you're trying to do a marriage in a way that is is loving, productive, I think productive and loving, like I think I have to be <laughs> selfless. <laughs> but I think with with um, but thing with this different between marriage and a child is that in marriage, like a lot of times that selflessness can be like uh, reciprocal. So like I can be selfless and that's probably debatable, but keep going. It can be I mean, it's debatable. I think but I think that like I'm not I'm not saying that like sacrifice is gonna be the same at all times. I think sac I think the I mean, marriage is never fifty fifty. But I do think that like there is a selflessness that like I can see when Adrian is being selfless. And I appreciate that. And she can see when I'm being selfless and appreciate. I might not be able to be reciprocal the same exact way, but we're both trying to be selfless (laughs) to each other in our marriage. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a child, you can give all this stuff and they just keep, it feels like they just keep taking. (laughs) Uh, Well, not, not in a bad way, but it's just like they are, there's they are literally unable to, unable to do anything on their own when they're first here and they slowly are able to be more and more independent but that's like months years long process and so i think that like yeah i think that that's been hard like having to like completely die to myself continuously um like more than i had to i felt like just being married and i think that comes even with like not only just like taking care of a a baby but also uh, with trying to be on the same page with my wife and like mm-hmm. having to compromise when we have two different worldviews on what we think is best and having to come to together and be unified and having to die to an opinion that I had or die to a way of thinking that I thought we should do or a way of doing things that I think is better. Um, and so I think that there is, there's just like been like a lot of like surrender, a lot of selflessness, a lot of like death to self that like has been a struggle. Because <laughs> uh, you don't realize how selfish you are, really, until you go through transitions like this, where you mm-hmm. are like bringing in other people. So, like, mm-hmm. I realized I was selfish when I was married, and then now I'm like, oh, I'm really selfish, <laughs> uh, or I'm still selfish in ways now that I'm having, now that I have a child. What are what are some of those ways you've seen it come up? Um. Yeah, I think like even like, I think there's like a, like I think on one hand, like I really like sleep is my favorite activity, right? I could. Which is not an activity, but. It is an activity. (laughs) Sleep is my hobby. The root word of activity is active. (laughs) You can have active sleep. Ask a newborn baby. (laughs) You move on your sleep. You talk in your sleep. So active. Is my sleep is my favorite activity. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could do that all day if I if I was not trying to be productive and creative. And so, but like even the idea of like not only just not sleeping because like my like ch- like child is waking up throughout the night, but also like wanting to give my wife a chance to sleep because she's breastfeeding. And so like if we not if we not giving a bottle at that moment, like she's up and is at it. Like and so trying to like it's like a selfless like the selflessness of like the one thing that like I, I like would not compromise on before, I I have to compromise on now. Um mm-hmm. like Adriana will tell you when we were dating, even when we were married, like married before a kid, like nine o'clock, I'm going to sleep. She can stay up. Like I ain't trying to be <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> like I'm going to sleep. But like even now, like going to sleep and then like an hour later could be woken up. Like I think that has been a big thing for me. Um, I think or even just like things that I want to focus on, like having to put them on the back burner. So like wanting to start up this podcast way earlier than I did because of Yes, my capacity, but also like where my energy was needed more um, mm-hmm. in the moment um, or like wanting to still like have a good routine uh, at the gym. Um, but like taking mornings sometimes so I can't go before she wakes up because she might wake up sooner than we think and things like that. And so, yeah, just having to like shift the things that I want um, and when I want them, I think that's the biggest thing is like getting the things when I want them. Um, not that like I won't ever have them or not that like it just won't look different, but like when in the exact way that I want them has been the thing that I've had to really like be selfless in. Has that all has that is that new? <laughs> Probably not. Probably mm. not. Sounds like that, you know, having kids, being married, transitions just amplify things that already exist within us. Uh, and to a point where we can't ignore it. Um, so yeah, man, I think that's something that, that I, I'm taking away from the story that you shared, um, specifically around that timing piece. So as you think about that and just all the challenges and the rewarding parts of the transition that's taking place, how you, how are you navigating it all? Uh, because it's so much and it could <laughs> cause you to cause people to turn inwardly or it could cause people to uh, cope in unhealthy uh, ways. So how are you navigating this transition and everything that's taking place right now? Yeah, I'm big, I think I'm at the point just now where I'm figuring it out definitely turn inwardly definitely became very negative and pessimistic definitely frustrated all the time sad all the time like i just i I honestly think i think i I feel like man like adrian has been amazing like Think she experienced any like postpartum depression or anything. I think I definitely experienced the baby blues. I wouldn't say it was all the way depression, but I definitely experienced like a very like um, just like d- disconnected and detached time. Um, I think that 
yeah, I think that I've co- I coped in not great ways at all at some times too. And so I think now, almost three months into it, um, I think what I'm learning is um, one, like this is probably, I think this is one way that the Lord shows us that we can't do things on our own. <laughs> this is one of the many ways. Mm-hmm. And so, like, That's real. Really like having to lean in there, lean into like allowing the Lord to carry this load um, and things like that. I think also kind of harkening back to what I said earlier, like realizing that like no one else really knows this like my wife does. Mm. And so like as much as we might not agree on something, as much as like we're sleep deprived and we're saying things that we don't mean um, to each other, like we are still like on the same team and mm-hmm. we're still like, like nobody else is going to be the better, better parents for me than we are. Um, and so like, we've got to remember that like, we are like, we are still into all the, we're still in this together. And so like, I think in that in that that leads me to navigating in a way that looks like like leaning into us and leaning into like the time that we can get together, like trying not to always be talking about Mia, but like when we do like problem solving and trying to have conversations, trying to make conversations healthier. And we don't always get it right. Um, but trying to communicate better with her, knowing that like we both want we both have the same heart for this child. Yeah. Um I think like lastly is just like having space to to kind of share and vent and I've like been blessed to have a few men, a few men like really just like lean in in this time um, even when I didn't see it or wanted to see it or wanted it <laughs> I think that it's been cool to see and like reflect back on moments where like um, people hit me up at the time that I really needed it or even just like coming by the house and checking in. So, yeah, I think those are the ways that I'm navigating. I've navigated. And I think that the last thing that I am in now is like, now how do I reimagine me <laughs> as a father, husband, and like all these things? Like, I feel like every tr- transition also requires us to not necessarily redefine who we are at our core, but like kind of redefine what it what the what it now looks like Mm -hmm. so like whereas uh like one thing that matt you and i've been talking about is like around like community and whereas like i was the person who was like single and then i was like married but like adriana knows how much i enjoy community so wasn't really pressed when i went to go do stuff we had our times where we were together but otherwise she wasn't pressed and so like i could be flexible to mm-hmm. all my friends who were dads. Um, now I'm not, I can't. And so like having to create new ways of, of community, of of investing and, and connecting with people, um, even like being in a different, not, not being in a traditional workspace. Like I think work offers like a built-in community. You might not be friends with everybody, but there's like a built-in like social connection that I really appreciate it. And so now having to be more intentional about creating that space because a lot of my work is going to be here at the house or at a coffee shop or wherever, but a lot, a lot more solitude than I'm used to. And so like, how do I build in those things? And so, yeah, man, 
I'm gonna stop talking because I feel like I'm rambling now. But <laughs> I no, think I just <laughs> yeah, you're just talking about how you're navigating it and how it looks different from the times that you like from basically yesterday, yeah. right? And so, oh God, oh that's a book. Uh, but how it looks different from basically yesterday, and I think that's a part of the the journey uh, that we that we don't hear people talk a lot about. Um, it's just how the changes, life changes, changes you, or the core of you shows up differently in these new situations. Yeah. Um, and then it's up to like, you know, one, you to d- figure out how it changes and then for other people to support you and call it out when it does change um, and affirm you in that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think one of the things that I, I've been saying or I used to say is like, like, it's great to father community uh, because like, you don't, we don't all have it figured out. Um, and there are people who have been through certain things that we have not. Uh, yet, uh, and they can speak to it. And sometimes it's just completely different. Uh, but the empathy that can be provided in those opportunities supports us through the, through getting it through. Um, and so I'm glad you've been able to have that community and those brothers to be able to reach out to you and, uh, you know, join you in this journey um, during this time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Anything else you want to add and tell the people about where you've been, the new places, the new place that you are? Um, yeah. No, I think that's the the major things. Um, I think some things will come out as we get back into the the episodes, but I think that's been like the major. Um, the major adjustments, learnings, developments. Um, yeah, I think, like I said, I think this is just like, I, I think, I, I don't know if I said this in the episode yet, but I think that like, this is, I said this to you and you were like, what do you mean? <laughs> I feel like it's like calling me to be someone beyond who I once was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I don't, like, I think to what I said, I don't think it is like, redefining who I am inherently um, as much as it is stretching my capacity um, increasing my capacity I think Um, you always talk about like being able to do hard better but I feel like it has like getting to that point it's like really hard (laughs) Um, that's the whole point yes yes. (laughs) so I'm in the part where it's like really hard and like trying to figure out how my like how to adjust to the heart um because it doesn't get easier that's that's the whole reason why i say that it just becomes harder in different ways yeah yeah so yeah man i think that's that's where i'm at so last thing you got a young brother who is has been married for almost you know two years just had a baby <laughs> what would be the advice that you would give him uh as the baby is well the, the, his wife is pregnant she had had the baby but the baby is due in the next three weeks what advice would you give him to prepare for 
that moment, the moment after the transition that comes after. Mm. So many things. Okay, but I know I'm trying si- to pick. I'm trying to pick which one bite size, bite size thing to do now. What's um, the highest leverage bite size thing? <laughs> okay, Principal Cowan. Um, I think oh, I don't know, just one thing. I think a couple things. I can say two things. I'm gonna try to keep it by I so much. I feel like one. It can be one thing with multiple steps. <laughs> Yeah, I think the biggest thing I, I would I would say right now is that your that <laughs> the biggest overarching thing is that you're not you don't know what's coming next, and I think because you don't know, I think you can make plans, you can uh, have hopes and wishes and all these things, but like. You and your wife, uh, you and your partner are about to be um, fundamentally changed in an instant, literally an instant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you don't really know what's going to happen. And that might show up in multiple different ways for you and the way that y'all are as unique people. And so I think with that, I would say um, things that I did not do. <laughs> One. <laughs> Give yourself grace um, to uh, accept that you don't have control. The sooner you can do that, I feel like the easier like it will be for you. It's going to be hard in ways, but like having that mindset, I think, allows you to do the third thing, which is like really like lean into joy and gratitude um, for the blessing that that child is to you those small moments, those sweet moments that you have um, because it goes quick. Like three, 12, these three months have already gone like quick, so quick. It's almost Christmas. Okay. <laughs> it's May 29th. <laughs> it's not almost Christmas, but blinking it will be. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, I think they're just like cherishing those moments. Um. <laughs> I think those are the things that I wish that I would have done a little bit better. Um, I'm trying to come around to now. Um, but yeah, I think knowing that you like give yourself grace to figure it out, knowing that like you don't have control as much as you think you do, like and accepting that early on and then just enjoying, enjoying all the moments. And there you have it. <laughs> cool. Well, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate no you pushing me and challenging me. And I hope that uh, those of you listening got something from this. Um, and uh, whether you're about to have a child or you've um, just had one or you have teenagers and grown kids, like I hope that this resonated in some way. Um, and so, yeah. That's it for this episode. Uh, we are back live for the summer. Not live, like live. live. Bro. 
but live like we're doing podcasts. <laughs> here's the thing. And also, here's something that just popped in my head. If you don't want kids, don't do things to have kids. That is also just true. Saying. I'm just saying. That is also true. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is more than an ocean. I keep telling my all my single all my single friends and married friends that are um, not having don't have kids yet. They think long and hard and mm-hmm. take your time. If you can wait, wait <laughs> until you're ready. <laughs> you're never actually ready, but right. like you're semi like okay. I think if I think about myself doing this. Um, well, I feel you. But when <laughs> my when my grown and out the house, I'll be 48. I still be young. Right. I mean, I am too. I am too. But I, I'm talking about my last one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. But he said he wanna be a crossing guard. MJ wants to be a crossing guard? Yeah. He, we was leaving T Ball. He was like, Yeah, I wanna be a crossing guard when I grow up. I was like, Well, you gonna be staying with us then, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> like crossing crossing guards don't make them, don't make a lot of money. And yeah. so I was like, you know, all these Jordans and stuff I buy you, you won't be getting none of those, my guy. And Kane was like, oh, I'll sneak you some money. <laughs> They're going to be living at the house. <laughs> right. it's like, well, we ain't going right. to put you out, but. All right, let me close the show. Well, that was funny. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, we are back, though. Come through Fridays. Hear what we got going on. And remember that breathing as a black man is an act of resistance. All right, y'all, keep heart.